Before we talk about the first bill, SB 483, relating to observation units, what is observation status and why are hospitals creating and using this? It's probably one of the least reported problems in U.S. hospitals these days. The placement of patients in observation units where they can be held for days with less public oversight and fewer protections. Observation units are also treated as outpatient, not inpatient care, meaning that a patient does not qualify for the same regulatory requirements and oversight. Patients held under observation status are often surprised to find when they leave the hospital that they were never admitted to the hospital because hospitals don't tell the patients this. Don, I have direct experience with this every day because I uh, work for a retirement community. And just this last week, we had somebody admitted who had pancreatitis, pretty serious, was admitted to the hospital in a regular hospital room. The only way we found out she was under observation is one of our doctors, one of our clinic doctors, went to the hospital to look her up. And when she looked her up, she wasn't under active patients. And so he asked, where's my patient? And they said, oh, you have to look under observation. That's how we knew. And then he questioned, because what this does is this now did not allow her after a four-day hospital stay, which typically, if she had been fully admitted, would have allowed her to qualify for skilled nursing for 90 days. Now she doesn't have that qualification. Now when she receives physical therapy and occupational therapy afterwards, it'll be on her dime. And if she's readmitted in 30 days, the hospital doesn't lose money for readmitting a patient with pancreatitis in 30 days because she was under observation status. The hospitals, by the way, will claim they don't have observation units, right? But the reality is they exist typically in one form or another in every hospital. Patients need to know what their status is. I mean, that's really disingenuous and just downright fraudulent for somebody to think they're in the hospital, but yet not actually be admitted to a hospital. So the bill would require, among other things, that patients be note, given notice that of what their status is, that they are, in fact, in observation and not, quote-unquote, an inpatient. The bill would put a time limit on the amount of time that somebody could be in an actual or de facto observation unit of no more than 24 hours. The bill would require all the various laws that apply to the rest of the hospital to apply to these areas. For example, nurse-to-patient ratios. Fourth item, and, and one of the most important parts, is that hospitals would be required to report their observation services to the to OSHPOT or the Office of Statewide Health Planning and Development because if nothing else, it'll give us the ability to track this and really shine a light on this practice. When you talk to nurses, everybody knows that this is a big problem. The hospitals know as well, but they're getting away with a lot here and it's all about protecting their profit margins. Your average patient out there doesn't even know that there's some sort of status hierarchy. They're not there even going to think to ask and, this. And right, the thing right. that upsets me about this, in particular, this is really hurting seniors. Disproportionately. Disproportionately. And it's about Medicare regulations. Medicare tried to put in place something to prevent hospitals from just automatically discharging people too early by saying that if they come back within 30 days with that same illness, then Medicare is going to take some money away from the hospital. So they Mm -hmm. thwarted this whole thing with an observation. And I love that California Nurses Association, National Nurses United, is the only person out there, the only entity out there that's fighting for All of us, not just nurses, ladies and gentlemen, but all of us, because I see every day this attack on seniors, on Medicare recipients in hospitals, in big conglomerates. And somebody like National Nurses United is the only one who's out there fighting for us. So what's the status of this bill? It got out of the Senate Health Committee a couple of weeks ago. It's now in the Appropriations Committee. We're hoping to get it out of the Appropriations Committee and get it to the full Senate for a vote, hopefully within the next two weeks. You know, we need people to let their legislators know in particular their senators, or their state senators know how important this is. It's very, very difficult to get this stuff through uh, this process because 
there are so many interests out there that are opposed to this. It also dovetails back to the original question about what we do in GR and why we do it, our government relations. We're not like other unions. Everything we do is with an eye toward building the, the union and continuing to strengthen our power and use, utilizing that power in pursuit of this agenda. CNA is an organization that, like I said, um, has this broader perspective and seeks social justice as well as economic uh, justice for each of our members. So it's extremely important. And I'm, I'm always very proud to work for an organization that does that.